What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be in the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Able to lock in some profits. Uh, on this episode, going to be talking about the Fed's plan for tapering. Uh, so I'm just going to break down what tapering is, as well as some of the things that uh, the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, has uh, been indicating as uh, a way to bring the economy back to normal after this pandemic. So uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell indicated Tuesday that the central bank could step up uh, the removal of its effort to boost the economy as it battles escalating inflation pressures. Um, and so you may have seen inflation um, where you currently live at. Uh, basically, inflation is just prices are going up on the goods and services that you know, we usually use in our day-to-day lives, you know, things like toothpaste, toilet paper, um, you know, even going out to eat, prices have just fluctuated uh, due to inflation. So in an appearance before Senate uh, committee, the Fed chief said he thinks reducing the pace of monthly bond buys can move more quickly than the $15 billion a month schedule announced earlier this month. Powell said he expects to issue uh, to be discussed at a December meeting. Um, he also said at this point, uh, the economy is very strong and inflationary pressure are higher. And it is therefore appropriate, um, in my view, to consider wrapping up the taper of our asset purchases, uh, which we actually announced at the November meeting, uh, perhaps a few months sooner. And this is uh, what he said during the meeting. Uh, I expect that we will discuss it at our upcoming meeting. So they're going to be having one uh, in late December, uh, talking about more about the tapering program as well. The initial tapering schedule uh, would have seen bond purchases wrap up around June. Uh, if the committee chooses to accelerate, that could mean uh, a close earlier in the spring, giving the Fed leeway to raise interest rates anytime thereafter. Uh, stocks fell following Powell's uh, commitment while government bond yields rose. Uh, the remarks added worry to the market already uh, skittish over the emergence of Omicron strain coronavirus. Uh, through the early indications that the variant is milder than previous versions. Uh, the Federal Open Market Committee, uh, which sets monetary policy including interest rates, and the Fed's efforts to boost activity through bond purchases uh, said in its November meeting uh, the pace will be cut by $15 billion uh, and $10 billion in treasury, treasuries and $5 billion in mortgage-backed securities. However, the post-meeting statement indicated that would be the case in November and December, but noted it is prepared to adjust the pace of purchases if warranted by changes in the economic outlook. Uh, minutes from the meeting um, indicated that the committee uh, members were prepared not only to cut the asset purchases, but also to start raising interest rates if, inflationary, if inflation persists. Uh, the Fed has been buying at least $120 billion a month, uh, $80 billion in treasuries, and $40 billion in MBS. Uh, Powell said the bond buying, uh, which has added $4.5 trillion to the Fed's $8.73 trillion balance sheet, has been supporting economic activity. However, he said the economy's progress has been 
or has taken the urgency out of the program, often referred to as quantitative easing. Um, a quote that he said during the meeting, uh, the need for that has clearly diminished as the economy has continued to strengthen, as we've seen continued significant inflation pressures or inflationary pressures, and that's why we announced that uh, we would taper. And it's why we're now saying we are going to discuss a somewhat faster taper at our next meeting. Uh, he did not indicate by which uh, or by how much the taper would accelerate. Uh, Citigroup economists said the Fed could double its reduction uh, to $30 billion a month. Powell has stressed that the tapering should not be seen uh, as an indication that uh, rates increasing are looming. Markets are currently priced in uh, at least two uh, quarter percentages point hikes in 2022 and possibly a third by December, while September projections from Fed officials point to a less aggressive timetable. Those projections also uh, will be updated in December. So definitely very interesting uh, overall, uh, the Fed's plan uh, for this tapering or to increase uh, tapering. Um, you know, Jerome Powell's definitely had some uh, plans to do so um, in the future. And so uh, there'll be more information during the December meeting um, as it comes out. Uh, but let me just give you some background on tapering uh, for you all who may not know what tapering is or how tapering affects the economy. Um because it does overall affect the total economy. So there are different things that affect individual sectors. So you may have a new innovation. Uh, you may have a new EV company that comes out that helps bring the entire EV sector up. So, you know, anything that happens uh, with Tesla, um, you know, a positive innovation, something positive kind of brings up the entire EV market. So you'll see companies like Neo, Xpeng, um, You'll see even Ford uh, and now Rivian start to go up um, once something positive happens for Tesla. So uh, kind of in that sense, tapering um, and announcements from the Fed itself raises or changes the direction of the entire economy. So the whole uh, ecosystem of the stock market is affected by uh, these measures that the Fed takes. So it's very important information uh, to really understand what's going on. So tapering refers to policies that modify traditional central bank activities. Uh, tapering efforts are primarily aimed at interest rates uh, and at controlling investors' perception of future direction of interest rates. Tapering efforts may include changing the discount rates or reserve requirements. Uh, tapering may also involve the slowing of asset purchases, which theoretically lead to uh, reversal of quantitative easing uh, policies implemented by the central bank. Tapering is instituted after quantitative easing uh, policies have accomplished the desired effect of stimulating and stabilizing the economy. Tapering can also be instituted after some kind of economic stimulus program has already been operated. So the stimulus that we just currently um, got in, you know, early 2021, um, you know, as we had the transition of power um, from the previous president to current president. So, um, you know, that is part of why the uh, tapering is kind of instituted. 
Uh, so to basically just understand tapering, tapering is the reduction of the rate at which central bank accumulates new assets on its balance sheets under the policy of quantitative easing. Tapering is the first step in a process of either winding down or completely withdrawing from a monetary stimulus program that already has been executed. When central banks pursue an expansion expansionary policy uh, to simulate an economy in a recession, they often explicitly promise to reverse their uh, stimulatory policies once the economy has recovered. Uh, this is because continuing to stimulate an economy uh, with easy money once the recession is over can lead to out-of-control inflation, monetary policy-driven asset uh, price bubbles, and an overheated economy. Uh, so how do central banks execute tapering? Uh, communicating uh, openly with investors regarding the direction of central bank policies and future activities help to set uh, market expectations and reduce market uncertainty. This is why central banks typically employ a gradual taper rather than abruptly halting expansionary uh, monetary policies. Central banks help uh, alleviate any market uncertainty by uh, outlining their approach to tapering and by outlining the specific conditions under which tapering will either continue or discontinue. In this regard, any foreseen reduction of quantitative easing policies are communicated about in advance, allowing the market to begin making adjustments prior to the activity uh, actual prior to the activity actually taking place. In the case of quantitative easing, uh, the central bank would announce its plans to slow asset purchases and either sell off or allow assets to mature. This is intended to reduce the amount of total central bank assets and, in turn, the mon money supply. Um, so, in history, there have been some, you know, tapering that has already occurred. Um, and so, you know, definitely uh, in the past it has happened. Uh, so... You know, the Federal Reserve did a quantitative easing program after the 2007-2008 financial crisis. Uh, so a recent example of attempting or attempted tapering by the Fed uh, followed the massive quantitative easing program implemented in reaction to the 2007 and 2008 financial crisis. Uh, so, you know, if you're a, a millennial, you may not directly know, like myself, I'm a millennial, uh, you may not directly have felt the effects of the 2007-2008 crash um, that kind of happened, you know, at a different time in history, seems like. Uh, we kind of missed the dot-com boom, and then we also, you know, may have seen some of the effects of 2007-2008. Uh, it definitely hit a lot of different people's family, but as us cognitively knowing what's going on and understanding um, the severity of the situation, you know, you may have had your family move to different places, you know, people shift around jobs and things of that nature, but definitely was nothing compared to the 22, uh, 2020 crash that happened. So, you know, definitely uh, very interesting overall. Um, and, you know, it has happened before. Uh, so tapering came across uh, to the fore in June 2013, uh, when the former chair fed Ben uh, Bernanke announced that the Fed would reduce the number of asset uh, purchases every month as long as economic conditions such as inflation and unemployment were favorable. In the case of tapering, referred to the reduction, uh, not the elimination of Fed asset purchases. 
As 2013 drew to a close, the Federal Reserve Board uh, concluded that quantitative easing, which had increased the Fed's balance sheet to about $4.5 trillion, had achieved its intended goal, and it was time for the tapering to commence. The process of tapering would involve making smaller bond purchases through October 2014. Uh, so the Fed's Reserve, uh, Federal Reserve's plan uh, or tapering plan, at the beginning of 2014, the Fed announced its uh, intention to reduce its monthly purchase purchases uh, from 75 billion to 65 billion. Tapering would start at 6 billion a month for Treasury sec- uh, for Treasury securities, and 4 billion uh, for MBS. The process would be capped at 30 billion uh, for Treasury securities and 20 billion for MBS. Once these levels were reached, additionally payments would be reinvested. At this pace, the Fed's balance sheet was expected uh, to fall below $3 trillion by 2020. Um, instead, facing a stiff and immediate market tapering tantrum, uh, the Fed maintained its balance sheet uh, at around $4.5 trillion through early 2018. At this point, it began very gradual reduction uh, in its assets. By mid-2019, market reaction uh, to the mid-pullback of quantitative easing had resulted in an inverted yield curve and an increased indication of an impeding recession. Once again, the Fed began accelerating its quantitative easing policies by increasing its bond purchases uh, with assets including exceeding uh, $4 trillion in December 2019 and exploding over $7 trillion in 2020 as fears of the coronavirus uh, gripped the Fed. Um, and so, you know, definitely these policies uh, have continued to go on. Uh, but in a nutshell, that is what tapering is. Um, and that's why it affects the whole economy, because there's a lot of money being, uh, you know, passed around, basically trying to keep the economy afloat uh, and trying to keep inflation uh at a certain level. So, um, you know, these are really triggered by inflation. Um, and so keeping the economy stable is really a balancing act between a lot of different things. And the Fed definitely has a difficult job trying to do so. So, you know, there are these financial vehicles, uh, like the quantitative easing, uh, that can help to do that as well as the tapering. Uh, but ultimately, it takes time in order to get things back to normal, uh, especially when you're dealing with the, the total economy uh, and market fluctuations. So hopefully that information helped you all out. Um, and then when you start to see market fluctuations, like you'll see the market drop like 900 points in one day or you'll see it, you know, jump back up or rebound or you'll hear, hear people talk about, you know, the S&P is up or the Dow is down. Uh, these are some things to look for. But Tapering um, and Fed decisions are things that help to move those exact positions of the entire market. So there are people that trade the entire market. Um, there are a lot of money that's invested in the total market. So you'll have um, you know, 401ks, IRAs. There are a lot of big funds themselves, um, especially when it comes to like retirement money, uh, that are affected by uh, Fed policies. So make sure you go look at those uh, because if you have, you know, retirement funds, you have, you know, your parents maybe getting to the age that they want to retire. These are all policies um, that will determine how much money they'll be making um, after they retire, especially considering, you know, the how volatile the market currently is with the pandemic going on and the spread of Omicron. So 
Hopefully this uh, podcast helped you all out, just point you in the right direction of how to read the total market because it's something uh, that you can use for a great investment strategy, whether you're a long-term or short-term investor. So good luck to everybody out there, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.